I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, is anyone else already starting to get stressed out about what they're going to buy people for Christmas? Because I sure am. Oh, I'm not. I know what everybody in my family is getting. (laughs) Gonna walk He's out got of his the... potential swag to hand out to everyone from his cool big boy job. I'm gonna walk out of the Congress like gift shop, like I came out of the mall just with like bags. There. You get congressional merch, and you get congressional merch. Yeah, it's gonna be raining T-shirts and blankets and mugs. I don't even have a canal mug. They definitely make those. They have to. I feel like they do. I just haven't gotten one yet. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying. We don't have sweatshirts. That I'm super salty about because Friday this week I'm starting um, the, I'm like actually starting the winter like maintenance season because there's like a break between when boats stop going through and then when we actually start doing things. Just, I don't actually know why. Doesn't have to do with what like the other like me and the other like lock operators have to worry about so not my problem but we don't get sweatshirts and i'm really salty about it because it's gonna be chilly it was cold today i went out and i ran this morning and one of the things i like to do when it's cold in order to like run long distance is i run very far away in the cold and I only have on my shorts, my t-shirt. And I know if I stop on the way back, I'm just going to pass away. So you got to make sure you run all the way back. Because I will get cold after three minutes of not running. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I mean... You, like, I'm going back... <clears throat> in the words I'm going of, back to the cold one way or another. Cold or quick. In the words of my senior year history teacher, Mary Ellen Topian, if it's stupid and it works, it ain't stupid. Mary Ellen Topian is not wrong. Put that on a mug. Gladly. She was freaking awesome. She's like one of those like people who like just like had done everything. Like she had like I think she had gone to cu- both culinary and law school at some point. She was like some like like lived through the 60s like first or second wave feminist. She was insane. I love that woman. I had a environmental law professor who was an actual eco-terrorist. Back That's in awesome. Like 60s. That's fantastic. And I was like, well, she knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. I will give her that. Yeah, no. She was, 
she was awesome and she was retiring like the year that like I was a senior and that was her last year teaching so she had like all of her like personal books that she like you know brought in for her classroom just like you know kind of reference material to like share with students and loan out and whatever and she was getting rid of all of it so she like would just like give it away to people and we were like having her like sign books for us I have a copy of a book from her. It's called Are Men Necessary? And in the front cover, she literally just wrote no and handed it back to me. <laughs> it's like some like feminist theory book that I haven't actually gotten around to reading yet, but I just absolutely she, love that. She straight up spoiled the end. Yeah, I know. Rude. Like, yeah. But yeah, no, she was she was the bomb. Love her. I had a professor as an undergraduate. I will keep it vague because of the crime, but okay. <laughs> he um he was like really active in like the '60s and '70s. You know, lots of protesting and various social movements, especially That's during sick. Please continue. Um, but he used to drop hints on occasion. You know, he would never outright say the things that he did. Um, but he hinted very heavily that he um, may have burned down a draft. Like, one of the draft uh, locations. That's awesome. Yeah, no so names, but props to this dude. Yeah, keep it really vague. What are you talking about? My connection to him or what he taught? Just... Yep. But he was super cool dude, because uh, I don't know what the statute of limitations is. or like... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I, I really wanted to be him when I grew up. Actually, he's the reason I wanted to go to grad school and be a professor. Oh, I love oh. that for you. That's so That's sweet. Really cool. Origin story. Yeah, he sent me an email a couple years after I graduated to see, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I just saw that you'd graduated. It's been a couple years. Just wanted to see how you were. That's so sweet. So nice. Love that. I think it's funny. I recently mailed something to Sasha, and I'm, like, afraid to ask him if he got it yet. Because I don't. Because if it just got, like, hung up in the mail, I don't want to reveal what it is. But also, I'm afraid that he got it and just hasn't said anything. You want me to ask him? You can if you want. Are there any cool mail lately? <laughs> Seen any cool packages? Yeah. I'd probably just be like, so did you get something in the mail from Bridget? And he'd be like, no. I'm like, oh, okay, cool then. <laughs> <laughs> cool, okay, bye. Bye. He is a... He's... <laughs> Honestly, I think if you asked that, he wouldn't, and he the answer was no, he, like, wouldn't even, like, think about it again. Oh, no, no, yeah, he he would not ask any further. He's he an, just move on. Like, he's an incredibly intelligent, incredibly oblivious man. Like, he didn't, I was his TA for three semesters. He didn't notice that I had my ears pierced until I shaved my head and was wearing dangly earrings. And he was like, have you always had earrings i was like i've been wearing these dangly snake earrings to your class almost every single day for how long and i've had a pixie cut the whole time but you notice now when literally all of my hair is gone yep what and you can distract him very easily too. just change the subject really quickly and he won't notice <laughs> Absolute king. Mm -hmm. That man is necessary. That
That man is necessary. One time I was having a breakdown in my office and he disappeared for five minutes and came back with a little tiny can of Coca-Cola and a handful of chocolate. Oh. It's okay, like, thanks. <laughs> Absolute legend behavior. Yes, now that it's been brought to my attention that at least one communication student currently listens to this podcast. Hi, Rocio. <laughs> <laughs> she's been on the podcast i can name drop her <laughs> she was in my office yesterday and was like oh i've been listening to the podcast tell bridget to keep up the good work oh my god <laughs> thank you i appreciate that so much oh and also i kept meaning to actually bring this up when we're live i was looking at our analytics for the first time in a while so i don't look at it often because it makes me sad um <laughs> i was looking and I told you guys this, I could not in a million years have guessed where our second most downloads will be coming from outside of the U.S. Belgium. Thank you, Belgium. Whoever is listening to us out there, thank you so much. We are insanely appreciative, and I was not expecting that whatsoever. So thank you. Belgians love us. Apparently. And, like, I sent you guys the actual graph or whatever, like, yeah. it's 400-something downloads, like, lifetime downloads from the U.S., couple, like, 100-and-something from Belgium, and then everything else is, like, broken down into, like, the ten, like the tens and, and lower. I'm like, I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was cool. Maybe I should actually look at our analytics more often now that we're on a consistent schedule again. We'll see. Um, but I guess we can get started with actual questions. Yeah. Oh boy. We're having, um, Zach here settle things that, uh, Brooks and I personally have gotten heated over in our, what, like, two years as friends? Two years as friends? Yeah. Sounds about right. I'm literally so afraid. And it's but... it's nothing serious. It's just things we have they... argued about after like a bottle of wine. They fit the theme of the podcast so well because they're just very silly things. Like they have no consequence. And um, uh, petty, really. <laughs> oh, speaking of the theme of the podcast, I tried to wear this bracelet and it kept falling off. But I did give it a go. I felt like I bumped up about a number so while I had it on. So, that is my story for the day. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, I have all the things written down, and I guess I'm just going to read them to prevent any chance of you figuring out who's on which side here, because that's not what we want. Okay. We want you to pick a side, and then we can finally put it to rest. Mm-hmm. So, for the first one, should you use a dishwasher if you have one available, or always hand wash your dishes no matter what? Well, it depends. So, I okay. I always default to the dishwasher. But if what I was eating was something heavy that I know is going to mess up the dishwasher, it gets rinsed off prior to going in the dishwasher. Okay. But I would never, like, hand wash a dish while having a dishwasher available. I, I would, at most, rinse off whatever crud was on there. Let me ask you this. Did you have a dishwasher growing up? Yes. Okay. Do you have any follow-up questions, Bridget? I don't 
think so. I mean, I think the only like the only thing would be like you know if something's like hand wash only, which like duh. I, I, so I will say this: I had a dishwasher in the house that I I grew up in. I moved out when I was still living in 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 New York, and the first place I lived in did not have a dishwasher. Um, but now my apartment here does, so I'm very grateful for that. Okay, so you are on the side of dishwasher then. Final answer. Yes. Extenuating, extenuating circumstances aside. Binary choice. Yes. Oh, I have another follow-up question. Go for it. So I'm assuming your answer is based more on convenience, but do you do you think there's a difference in cleanliness level between hand washing versus dish dish dishwashering? <laughs> Using a dishwasher. That is. When you say dishwashing, it just sounds like you're washing dishes. It doesn't sound like it's a dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So say you, so using a dishwasher versus hand washing. Yeah, is there a difference in cleanliness level? Like, does one get cleaner than the other? I think the dishwasher is more consistent. Um, mm -hmm. I know that if your dishwasher is kind of on the fritz, it will tend to leave more, um, more stuff on it, and in which case you just have to wash it again and kind of defeats the point of the the dishwasher. I will say this for some things like if I have a drink of like coffee and I'm and I'm right there I will like go to the dish rinse it out thoroughly and then just put the cup back if if it is something that that requires very minimal effort to Oh yeah sometimes if I'm like using a mug state, throughout the day and I'm refilling it with yeah. the same beverage I'll just like give it a quick rinse Yeah um so that's so that's one thing if my dishwasher is so bad, because like it comes down to to what is more more convenient. Um, if my dishwasher is so bad that it is really not doing a good job, then I'll just try to clean the dish as I go, put it back. All right. Do we have any more follow up, or would we like to, or are we gonna get final answer Ooh, and reveal who wait. wins? Can do I get to guess who took which side? You can if you want. Because actually, that could be kind of fun. Have um, at it. I think but, it's probably obvious. Yeah, I'm, I think Bridget is pro-dishwasher. Correct. Yep. But now I am curious to hear just, like, the elevator pitches of why we are both for and against them. Okay, for... Like, I'm genuinely curious what what the arguments are. Because, like, I could change... Here's my, my four. Mind. If, there, if there's an evidence to the contrary. If it's like, you know, if it's like, if it works, if it does its job, like, you know, if like, it's one thing if like your dishwasher is like, you know, outdated garbage and it's not worth it. Sure. It uses less water than hand washing your dishes. It, and it gets them cleaner because you're using water that's way hotter than what you could actually stand. Like, people are always like, oh, you have to wa like, you know, wash things in hot water, which like, Good, you should, but also know that water hot enough to kill germs is also water hot enough to burn you. So, yeah, so just for convenience, environmental reasons, getting things cleaner, dishwasher. Kind of a no-brainer for me. Uh, again, I unless it's like a special, like, heat-sensitive mug that I, like, have to wash by hand. Yeah. I did see somewhere that actually the the water temperature doesn't have a huge impact on how clean something is whether it's dishes or clothes or whatever it is you're using to wash with water i don't know how true that is I but think like, it's like i've read that water temperature when you're i think i think it's hand washing something because 
any water that you're going to be able to, like, touch with your hands or, like, even with gloves on, it's the temperature that would be required to either kill germs, like, um, from cold or from heat is yeah. way too high for you, is way too high or low for you to come into contact with, like, period. So, that's why I'm pro-dishwasher. Okay. But even if it is hot enough to kill germs that, like, hand-washing wouldn't be, still clearly hand-washing, the temperature you're using is sufficient, because I've not yet gotten sick or died from hand-washing. Okay, well, yeah, dishwasher. but, like, that's because there's soap. Yeah. But then, so then wouldn't the soap just take the place of the hot water? It just feels doubly safe in my mind. Logical. Huh? It's it's not rational because it clearly you don't need it, so it's really just a psychological thing. If if, okay, if the yeah, soap does and I got the job psychological the problems. Does. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is me refuting that argument though. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> no, and and I agree. If the purpose of cleaning something is to get the germs off and you can accomplish something without raising water temperatures on safe levels, then yeah, that 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 reason is is, you know, a little bit redundant. But I think for me it's more just like what do I have time to do? Um I don't know. And also I just sit there feeling bad and I'm like, hey, you know, we just like cooked dinner or whatever and we're hanging out. We like made quesadillas and made a huge mess. And you're like freaking once I put things back in the fridge and whatever, you're just like, okay, let me just stand here doing dishes. I'm like, I feel bad, and you won't let me help. I'm very specific about my dishes. I know, and my that mother is... raised me to always offer to help clean up, because that's what a good guest does. And once I put the shredded cheese and the tortillas away, what is there for me to do? So using the dishwasher it eliminates all the FOMO that a guest might feel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really missing out, especially on cleaning the case at Neo Maker. That's a lot of fun. I feel bad. I feel like I am being a bad guest just standing in your kitchen with my glass of wine while you wash the dishes that I helped create. To be fair, you're usually dancing, not just standing. Okay, yeah, that too. But I have a whole list of arguments. Yeah. Firstly, hand washing is much faster. Like... I've used my dishwasher a couple times and it takes like an hour or something. I can wash the same amount of dishes in like 10 minutes. Wait, so that... can, I, can I ask something about that? Uh, How are you measuring time? Are you measuring time from the time that the dish is dirty to the time that it's clean or how much time you are using to clean the dish? How much time to actually wash them? Because okay. like when you put in the dishwasher and you hit start, it takes like an yeah. hour, two hours, oh, whatever. Yeah. But when I start doing the dishes, I can have the same amount of them washed in 10 minutes. So if there's something like in there that I needed clean or a few things, sometimes there are, right? I can have it clean quickly. I don't have to wait. Okay. So there's that. Secondly, I live alone. And so it's kind of inefficient. Like for me to generate enough dishes to fill I'm a dishwasher. That. Yep. Yeah, it takes a long time. And so I either have to like, really stretch out the dishes that I have and try to like, you know, eat cereal out of mugs or something. Okay, I mean, you to make do sure have a lot of before. mugs. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> Putting that out there. I don't want to have to like, you know, oh jeez, I just was knocked over my root beer with my wild gesture. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it, it did not go over. 
Um, but I, you know, I don't want to have to try to like keep generating dishes to be able to fill up the dishwasher. But I also don't want to have to wait, you know, four days to wash the things that I need to be able to fill up the dishwasher. It makes more sense if you have more than one person, but with one person, it doesn't sure. make a lot. Sure. Okay. So there's, there's that aspect. Uh, three, I'm like numbering them now for really. No, this is great. <laughs> three, um, I've never really paid attention to what is or is not dishwasher safe. So I don't actually know. And some things they do market on there, some things they don't. And for the number of things I just not am not sure about, and I'd be afraid to put in the dishwasher, it would probably end up being the majority of my dishes. Like in any given like set of dirty dishes, it would probably be the majority of them that either say hand wash only or don't specify, and I would be afraid to put them in the dishwasher. Okay. So I would end up, again, just mostly having to wash them by hand anyway, further having to wait to use the dishwasher to be able to fill it up. Yeah. So that too. Three. You uh, already four. said three. Four. <laughs> I know. I know my numbers. I you sure that's just root beer in that glass? At some point <laughs> in my life. I didn't like skip that part of school. I know how to read. What? Anyway. <laughs> Gets PhD without being able to read. <laughs> that would be more impressive than getting it with being able to read. Yeah, honestly. I mean, to be fair, we had a president who couldn't read. Yeah, right? You can do anything when you're a <laughs> Nice. Anyway. We were on four. Yes, four. <laughs> so we got um, four, the like little detergent things and whatnot for that is like way more expensive than just a bottle of Dawn or whatever you use. It's like much more costly. So there's that. And... Overall, like, really the main reason that I don't use it, and this is why I asked you, Zach, I didn't have one growing up. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's very fair. I didn't have my first dishwasher until I was 22. Yeah, 22, when I started grad school. My apartment had, it had sort of like a mini dishwasher, it wasn't even full size. Yeah. But, so up to that point in my life, I had hand-washed every single dish. It was part of my routine. Um, you know, I've gotten pretty quick and efficient at it. I had my way of doing things. Um, and so, like, when I actually had dishwashers, it was like, I don't know, it just felt unnecessary, especially given all those reasons I already stated. Yeah. I think there's something in what you get used to, you know, where it's just like my brother and I, um, my one brother, Justin, he's like a year and a half older than I am. We always used to ask my mom for a dishwasher, and she would always say, like, Oh, I already have two dishwashers, like you and your brother. You know, that was the, the big joke. <laughs> no, but like what you get used to growing up, I totally get. Because I grew up shoveling the driveway. And then when I moved out, I had the opportunity to buy a snowblower. Like that wouldn't have been a hard thing to do, but I I, I, I just shoveled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get that. Uh, to be fair, I have tried to use the dishwasher. I've done it periodically here and there. And I just get very annoyed with how long it takes and the noise that it makes. And I feel like the dishes smell weird. Like a plasticky smell. Mm. I don't know why. Okay. Plus, when I wash them by myself, I like know they're really clean because I can like inspect them before I put them in the dish drainer. And that makes me feel better. That's a psychological okay. thing. So there we are all have our psychological things. Yeah. 
Well, no. Pidgeot has like the double mask approach to dishwashing where you have both soap and extremely high temperatures. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, and that psychological reason is why I don't let anybody else do the dishes. Because if somebody else does them, then I can inspect it before it goes in the dish drainer to make sure it's totally clean. After all we've been through, you don't trust me. <laughs> it's not you. It is literally every person. It drives my mom crazy. <laughs> She's like, why would you let me? She's kind of given up, but my brother Doug was the same way. He would never let anyone wash his dishes. Interesting. Genetic. Yeah. And I think there's part of it is like my mom sort of instilled that in me as like a thing to do because like, you know, she and her siblings grew up doing dishes all the time and that was just like a part of life and uh, something about the work ethic of it, I guess. Yeah. Perhaps. So hearing our arguments, do you have any changes to your answer? No, I think I guess for just me, overall. Yeah, no, I like I get the arguments. Um Valid. and I, I, I understand them. I just think for me personally like a lot of it, you know, like was being said, is what you're used to and comfortable with and can sort of, you know, whatever gives you the most peace of mind. And um I think that using my dishwasher is the best use of my own time um it it doesn't you know weird me out in in any way i the one problem i have had and that i can absolutely relate to is yeah it takes me a while to like go through enough dishes to um to make running it worthwhile so i'm not running like a quarter of a of a load um so yeah i i totally get that um and and the flip side of that is um if stuff does sit there for a while it like hardens and coagulates on your plate and whatnot and that gets irritating so i, I yeah do we want any consequences um, for whichever side is not taken in either of our arguments nothing right. serious just what? if zach takes your side the other person has to stop talking about it no, that's a personal <laughs> preference thing. Besides, I'm not the one that brings it up. <laughs> I just do the dishes when you're here, and you're you're the one always like, uh Because you won't let me help, and it makes me feel guilty. Because I'm staying at your house already. Why is the consequence me not bringing it up when I already don't do that? <sighs> Stop being right. <laughs> but I really do think this is... This is a situation where I don't necessarily think one's superior over the other. I think it really yeah. is just like a, a, a what you're used to kind of thing, yeah. right? Like you mentioned the example of like snowblower versus shoveling. I've had to shovel a little bit, but not a ton. I'd probably go snowblower, you know? Yeah. Or sure. like, absolutely. imagine not growing up with a washing machine. You know, if you were just kind yeah. of used to it and you had your way of doing things, you know? Oh, just no, like I, tangent. Um, Absolutely. whenever we had like snow days when I was a little kid, um, and my dad would have to go out and like snow blow the driveway, my sister and I would like put on our like, you know, little snow suits and like waddle outside and we would stand in like the line of fire of like the stuff coming out of the snow blower and just let it like pummel us. <laughs> Seems like free snowstorm. Well, like you could absolutely make like, like, like if you got a snow blower then I can make the same arguments for shoveling that you made for hand washing, where like 
maybe it's less time consuming. It's yeah, it's less time consuming depending on on how much you're snowboarding, and it's less expensive because you don't have to worry about gas and buying it and maintenance. And like you can absolutely make all the same arguments. It's but it's just about what living circumstances everyone finds themselves in. You know, plus, if I were to use my dishwasher, I don't know where I'd put all the stuff I'm storing in it. <laughs> it's full of just okay. dishes that I have nowhere else to put. That's very fair. <laughs> that is a problem you have slightly it. created for yourself, but I do sympathize as a person who has way too many mugs. Literally nowhere to put it. <laughs> Those could Actually, be like the the tummy dishes that just stay in there and get run with and like one of those like oh, uh, no, it's like demo prefab houses in the 1950s yeah or like the way that, that they, they would like put show like you cardboard people in the stands of of like sporting arenas because people had to be socially distanced and they didn't want empty empty seats <laughs> like there you go touch your place so much holder. fun deciding right. who to put in the stands so oh yeah you can just imagine it would we like to move on? Sure. Okay, next one. When you're, like, cooking pasta, do you set a timer, or do you just, like, try try a noodle, and if it's done, it's done? I just try a noodle. Thank you. What? <laughs> Why? It's not yeah, always it's... the exact same. It doesn't always take the exact same amount of time down to the second for the pasta to be done to the degree that you enjoy. Zero poker phases all around. <laughs> this one is an actual point of contention. Sorry for ruining your chance to guess. But thank you. <laughs> that no. just, I, was, I was not expecting the reaction. This is a situation where it is very much a personal thing because... I could never do it the way you do it. I do not have the attention span to remember that I have something on the stove without something beeping at me. Okay, that's fair. I also have a horrific sense of time. Has it been on there two minutes? Has it been 15 minutes? I have no idea. Are you just leaving your pasta? Okay. Yes! <laughs> I don't do that. Oh yeah, I get distracted. You I'll gotta stir it. I'll be like petting the cats. I'll be like going on and be like, oh, did I, was I doing something? And then well, I'm like, and it beeps at me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was. I was making something. I don't time it, but, like, I'll keep an eye out. Like, like I make a mental note of what time it went in. Yeah, and I I'm do that. During it, that's, that's how I'm, like, grading just how soft it is. And if it looks sufficiently, you know, doodly, um, then we give it a go. Yeah, but vibes only. <laughs> See, that? that's different. He says noodly. Is there a difference between, say, um spaghetti versus like mac and cheese where it's harder to tell because it wouldn't be like squiggly mm, i can usually tell when no. i'm cooking like the shells for mac or, like i yeah don't set a timer and i can yeah, tell yeah i feel like you can tell it just it it, it looks it soft so to just keep checking it and like trying them when you could just like set a timer and then um not do any of those things oh my god but do you know what uh, timers dishwasher that doesn't make just, any sense. <laughs> I don't. There is no. There's no need for a timer <laughs> when doing think... this. There's not like a specific time where the dishes need to be done. You know, like it's not. I don't even need to try I, like 
the pasta like multiple times. Like I just know. Yeah. I sacrificed well, one to two. I sacrificed one to two noodles tops because sometimes. But see, you know, here's here's the fear though, right? This might be the most like heated we've ever been. Good. This is what I want. But like my fear would be this: if if I set a timer for however many minutes. And then the timer goes off, and I never try. And the first time I'm trying the pasta is after it is on the plate with the sauce and everything else, and it's undercooked or it's overcooked. Now I have ruined an entire plate. I've literally never had that problem. I use a timer every time, and I've never had undercooked or overcooked. Do you have the most consistent stove top known to man? It's a stove with a top. And burners that get warm. That boils the water. Just like a tiny little minutiae that influence things. Chaos theory. Did you not listen to Dr. Ian Malcolm? Chaos theory doesn't really apply in this case. It's science. That's more about, like, the general universe and entropy, not about a a stove burner. Descending into chaos. If you yeah. if you cook pasta for the exact same amount of time every single time, it's not going to turn out the exact same. There are little things that affect it. Sure, but not enough to be noticeable. As long as you have legitimately boiling water at the same temperature, you put the burner on the same setting each time, you put the pasta in for the same amount of time, the, scientifically there is no reason it shouldn't turn out the same. I don't have a burner that, like, clicks into like a specific position it's just no, there's like numbers you put it on the same number like a seven it'd still be a little different as long as you do it consistently each time it shouldn't matter again science this is yes hmm. i'm i'm cutting out the unnecessary of the like checking and eating of noodles and just like i just put it in there push some buttons, pop in and stir if I remember to do so. And then when it beeps at me, I take it off, and that's all. But if you don't stir, then it all just hardens on the bottom of the, of the, the yeah. pot. Well, it doesn't stick to the bottom. It will, like, kind of clump together toward the top. But, but that's pretty easily remedied. All my pasta, if I don't stir, it just gets stuck on the bottom of the, the pot. I've never had it clump at the top. Yeah, no, that's but... not a problem I've ever encountered. That's only if I completely forget it's there. But if I, again, I just, I don't have a sense of time. If I didn't set a timer, I would have no idea how long it was on there. Like, not a clue. I I always say that whatever internal clock I was supposed to be born with was, like, broken when I was born, because I don't... Time has no meaning for me. (laughs) I'm terrible at those It looks the same to me. No. <laughs> it does. You can't say no. I said to me it looks the same. It <laughs> <laughs> does not look the same to you. <laughs> How can it is my thing? There's so much of a visual difference between like an uncooked, completely dry the same shell shape pasta and a cooked one. Yeah, but not between the different levels of cooked. That pretty much once it starts to soften up, it looks the same, and it could be al dente, or it could be, like, well-cooked, but it's still going to be the same basic shape, and... Yeah. I just know. I just look at it, and I know. It makes no sense. 
And this is why I've begun to make the mac and cheese. She doesn't let me make the mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, that that um, this reminds me of another thing that we talked about related to mac and cheese. The like um, the little pockets of powder that you refer to the like as like little little flavor bombs or something. Like little... <sighs> when you make mac and cheese. And the powder doesn't quite like resolve entirely and some of the shells will have like little bits of powder in them. I love it. It's delicious. He likes that. I find it horribly disgusting. It's like I don't know. Chalky. Yeah. Oh finally you're gonna agree with me? <laughs> God damn it. I feel like it has to be fully dissolved. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy that you make more dishes by making the cheese sauce in a separate container. I don't. I mix the cheese in the pan while the noodles are in the colander. Oh, no. Same friend. We were talking about this before you uh, showed up, and I was trying to remember, like, are we fighting over, like, whether or not you have to measure everything out precisely when you, uh, like, make box mac and cheese or whatever? Like, you have to get, like, an actual, like, measuring cup for the milk or whatever? That was a different friend in college who I had a similar argument with. I just eyeball that. That's too much work. Yeah, no. That, I measure like, it out. With baking, you have to be precise. You, you definitely don't want to be like, Just like box mac and cheese or whatever. I just go by vibes. Yeah, because what happens if I put in too much milk and then I just yeah. create it like soup? I do that sometimes. Adds variety. <laughs> it's like I'm bad at like measuring time. I'm horrible at guessing like measurements like distance and space and volume but i do it anyway live life on the edge yeah <laughs> yeah essentially like it's such a thing especially because you need like a tablespoon of milk for the mac and cheese yeah and like melon to be able to like tilt that and very delicately pour it into a tablespoon i just do it i just do I a little like splash a it's like a tablespoon i believe no, I'm not sure. I mean, I it is heavily dependent. Oh, maybe, um, I think it's the tablespoon of butter. Yeah. Uh, okay, that makes more sense. That's what I'm getting. Because I was like, that will be some very sandy mac and cheese. I do when I'm making um, Annie's mac, which is my favorite kind of box mac and cheese. I always try to like get away with as little milk as possible to have the, like, the cheese powder fully dissolve because then you get the most flavor. But that's just me. All right, so this has been explosive. <laughs> what is? I'm so excited. That's like the most uh, heated I've ever heard anything get. I like it. Yeah, that's what we need to strive for. Um, it's like a timer. <laughs> <laughs> is it acceptable to just eat pickles or mushrooms just out of a can? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to betray that. But your face kind of already did, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, I do all the time. Just, like, 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 if, like, if I'm making pizza and I open, like, a can of mushrooms just to put on top of the pizza, I'm definitely snacking on it. Yeah. See, she makes fun of me because uh, I actually just buy, like, the cans of mushrooms and I have, like, the tiny forks and I'll just eat out of the can. Because, because it's like... so weird. No, it's <laughs> not. not yeah. You're just eating mushrooms out of a can. Yeah. 
You eat other things out of a can. Okay, yeah, they but not mushrooms. Why? Because that's and so strange. Can you eat mushrooms if they're in something else out of a can? Like if it's cream of mushroom soup that's in a can? I think it's just strange to eat them just by themselves. But they're good. I also will admit that good. mushrooms are like... Uh, under most circumstances, I'm not nuts about the texture. I will admit my bias there. Oh, I love but a good I, mushroom. I, I just... Out of a can as a snack. Mushrooms are one of my favorite things. Yeah. And actually, you were mentioning, Zach, that was sort of my gateway is that I would, like, you know, get them to put in stuff. And then I would have yeah. more than I needed. And so I'm like, oh, super. And especially I could never yeah. stop myself. Like, as soon as I open it, I'm pulling some out of there and eating them. It's so good. Yeah. Even as a kid, my mom would get like the jars of mushrooms and I would eat them. Like, I was obsessed with them. And with olives. To get a jar of olives. Okay, hell Go yes. That. that I will say is a oh, solid yes. Olives make sense, but mushrooms don't. Yeah. Frog what jams. Is the functional dis what, is, what is the distinction between olives and mushrooms? You can make frog <laughs> hands with one. <laughs> yeah. That. that. <laughs> It just makes a difference, okay? But also with regard to pickles, literally everybody eats pickles out of the jar. Like, oh, yeah. What? yeah. Yeah. That is such a, a, a thing. Okay, yeah, the mushroom yeah. thing is more of the argument. I just am... Yeah. I'm the opposite of the pickle friend. Like, I when I made my nachos earlier that I snapped you, um, not all... Those were some good-ass nachos. <laughs> good nachos. But I will tell you what, not all of those olives made it onto that plate there were some casualties along the way oh yeah no when i when i'm making myself a nice quesadilla and i get the mm -hmm. little can of like the sliced olives mm -hmm. i am snacking on some of those bad boys mm -hmm. i always get the little the little pickle packs the like little individual serve things the tiny pickles that's always what i'm eating with my tiny forks when bridget makes fun of me <laughs> my tiny pickles with my tiny I love I love the tiny food for tiny fork thing. Again, just yeah. the opposite of the pickle friend. There's just something satisfying about it because like sometimes you just feel the need to munch on something, you know, but you're not really yeah. hungry per se. Mm. Um, Pepper's celery comes in comes in handy. Oh, I, but I can't stand celery. Uh, celery. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She hates celery. Disgusting. I used why? Because it's so stringy. And there's nothing else you eat that has a stringy texture to it. Most things I that have a stringy texture that like any kind of like vegetable with a stringy texture I will avoid. Pork. Huh? Pork. Like pulled pork. Pulled pork. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Different. It's just different. I can't think of one. Like, my mom sometimes makes, um... God, what is it like the acorn, the acorn squash? Like you cut it in half. Yeah, it's kind of green. There's like certain squashes that are kind of stringy. Bad. For whatever reason, what? that like vet, like not necessarily any food that is like shredded. Because like you know, like imitation, like in like that you get in like um California rolls or whatever, like the imitation crab meat. Like that's a food with a shredded texture. Sometimes fine with that. It's not that. It's the like stringy kind of like cellulose type thing of like vegetables specifically that are stringy that i cannot stand so like several types of squash celery disgusting hate it i'm actually not a big squash person i will say that i don't dislike it but yeah oh you know i don't have a problem with the i don't like the taste of celery i don't have a problem with the taste of like like I've tried, like when my mom makes acorn squash. Sometimes I've tried it. I'm like, wait, yeah. did you say you don't like the taste of celery? Yeah, the vegetable that like has zero flavor. I know it tastes like almost nothing, but the almost is bad. It's 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 crunchy water. Whatever the almost is, I hate it. <laughs> well, that's why you get like blue cheese or peanut butter or whatever you would put on celery. Oh man. Okay, the peanut what butter I will have to try, but. One of my typical things that I take for lunch is uh, like veggies and hummus, typically uh, mm-hmm. carrots. And the number mm-hmm. of times Bridget walked into my office and said, "Disgusting." 
Again, hummus <laughs> is another thing I have a texture issue with. Because she hates hummus, oh. too. I'm pretty sure half of my bloodstream is hummus. <laughs> like, just, that's what's powering this body. It's so good for you. Yeah! It I'm tastes, sure, like, it's, I one of, am, it's one of those things I'm annoyed that I don't things, like. Like, you can like it, and it's really pretty healthy. There's not too many foods that are like that. Again, I'm annoyed that I don't like it because it is a nice, healthy snack, but the texture just offends me on such a visceral level. Such a fun variety of hummuses, too. I get a black bean hummus sometimes. Kind of mix it up. The black bean. Anything red pepper. Spicy. Yep. Yep. Spicy chipotle is my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they make all these weird flavors too like i got a like a lemon and beet one once that was pretty good but mm -hmm. they do like they have like a chocolate hummus and like they have like these dessert hummus. i've never tried any of them but oh, no. I'm, I'm just upset oh no yeah that's it's not, like a whole there's like that shouldn't be allowed that's not yeah. that's just, just a dessert dip yeah that's not yeah, it's that's nutella yeah but it's made of chickpeas no. Yeah. You, I, you put, put that phrase like... back in your mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I look at it and I think, I should try one of those just because the curiosity is overwhelming. Like, what could that even taste like? But then I... No. I can... Every time we are putting together our snack pile for the weekend, you always pick the weirdest Oreos. Well, yeah, that's fun. Try yeah. all the Oreos. Yeah. Well, especially not now that. because of the Nabisco strike, but... Well, yes. <laughs> Putting that we, out there. We, uh, we stand labor. We absolutely do. Oh, but I, wait. I don't want I... that in my... I don't want that kind of uncertainty in my life. Oh, that's fun. No. It's like trying new things. Yeah. I mean, I like trying new things, but I, I like... If I'm buying Oreos, I want to know I'm going to like it instead of just having a package of Oreos that I'm just like, oh, this is really disappointing, and now I just have this package of Oreos. Oh. I have things like that Oreos, though. Yeah. I've and literally I've never met an Oreo I didn't like. Yep. Oh, no, there. I, I can certainly rank them. I mean, like the one with like the lemon filling. I was like, okay, it's it's not bad, but like it's not chocolate. But mm -hmm. like, it's like like you can rank a hierarchy of all the Oreos, but yeah, overall, I I, I haven't met an Oreo I just liked. Interesting. And there's a new one. I get really excited. I try them all. Me too. But it, the the bad thing about it though is like if you really like them, they're limited and you'll never have them again probably. <laughs> like I still think about they had those Oreos thins that were pistachio filling, and I think about those all the time. Man, those were good. <laughs> or the watermelon Oreos that I was obsessed with. I could eat those every day. Those, I cannot believe I never tried, but it sounds like it was at a time where I was not doing the grocery shopping. Yeah, that... It was a while I, ago, right? remember very yeah. specifically. It was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah I was not right. grocery shopping at that point. Yeah. And, and on the times that I was going grocery shopping with my parents, if I was like, can we get these watermelon Oreos, they would have been like, that's funny, and moved on. <laughs> they actually like, had them... Yeah, 
Perhaps I thought, bring oh, back. Yeah, I, I thought it was like, this will be every summer. And they had it two in a row. And it was yeah. like, no, they haven't had them in like eight years. Very disappointing. Yeah. I don't know what it is about them, but they're really good. I don't know if I've See, ever had them that. or if I've had them, I cannot remember. Yeah, no, it's one of those things where like when I got them, I thought, this sounds disgusting. I'm really excited. And then I loved them and I was very shocked. I once saw Sour Patch Kids cereal. Bad. I did not buy it, but I have not seen it since. And I kind of wish I had just to like say I had tried it. I yeah, no, I'm cannot fine imagine. Never knowing, honestly, I literally cannot imagine how. No, I see. It was more out of curiosity because, like, I like Sour Patch Kids and I oh, like yeah, cereal, no, I love, I love but I can't picture like reconciling the extremely sour nature of yeah, the Sour no, Patch Kids. Yeah, that's actually. I am kind of like, I'm both, very curious well, now. Well, because both of the things that make a Sour Patch Kid, right, the fact that it's gummy and the fact that it's very sour, you neither of those make a good cereal. You don't want your cereal gummy. That's just soggy cereal. And I've, there's no sour cereals. I just, I saw it once. I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, on second thought, I kind of want to see how they did this. And then, and then it disappeared. It, it must have been that bad. <laughs> I, I love that. That's hysterical. I love Sour Patch Kids. They're one of my absolute favorite candies. Yep. I would eat them by the bucket full if I could. Yep. I got, um, like, two years ago now, the Sour Patch Kids Blizzard from Dairy Queen. It is literally just vanilla ice cream with Sour Patch Kids in it. It was... It sounds good. Awful. Yeah, like, okay. Oh, okay, I mean, I take it back. And you and I pretty much like everything, right? Yeah. Like, there are almost no foods that I dislike, and I, have, I actually have trouble coming up with one. There's probably something. I just can never think of what it might be. But I pretty much like all things. So the fact that I hated it that much, I still ate it, because yeah, I yeah. hate waste food, and I'm... But, like... The Sour Patch Kids, like you say, they should be gummy, but when they're in ice cream, they get hard. Yeah, okay. I can see that being a problem. That's very fair. I was about to say that, like, I don't know if the flavor combination would be ideal, but I also can't picture it being that bad. Yeah, no, sour. But I feel, but, like, when you put in that, like, they get, like, hard in the ice cream, like, that sounds like it makes it worse. Yeah. Um, The only worst ice cream I've ever had was the lobster ice cream in Bar Harbor. Because they actually, like, they butter the lobster before they put it in there. Nope. And it's just bad. I mean, if there is one place you're going to find lobster okay, ice yeah. cream, it's, it's Bar Harbor. <laughs> yeah, and they sell t-shirts but... there that say, like, I love lobster ice cream. The name it's of the that novel. Yeah, it's... But then there are some things that you wouldn't think intuitively go together that do, like chicken and waffles. This like, is true. Chicken and waffles... Slap. Inherently, I think of like fried chicken and like a sweet waffle. It it makes no sense. It makes zero sense why they taste good together. It is but, delicious though. But, but they do. Yeah, if, you're ever, if you ever find yourself in Saratoga, go to Hattie's. They have freaking amazing chicken and waffles, and it has like a, like a cayenne maple syrup. It's delicious. That sounds good. It is. Also, awesome. when we get together, we should get one of those like three pound bags of Sour Patch Kids. Absolutely. Eat the hell out of some Sour Patch Man, I really want mm. some now. <laughs> it's okay. We can we can discuss our I'm gonna say imminent meetup at when we're done recording yeah. for tonight. Yeah. We I actually it. have an 
concerned to run this evening. Like, I got to stop at the pharmacy to pick up a prescription. I'm like, man, that's like right next door to Wegmans. Sour Patch Kids. Treat yourself. Is that like, well, yeah. Okay. Did you ever eat like the dot candy like from Wegmans? It was like candy, but it was like on paper, and you like the candy buttons the candy off the paper. Yeah, yes, thank you. Press on earrings, you know, like love those. Yeah, it's those just sugar. and like and like you you always ended up eating paper. Yeah, with you it. end up eating paper. And it's like, fine. You know, the paper after. It's important. Yes, yeah, yeah, like... part of the experience. Oh, absolutely. It's just sugar. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, let's actually try and keep Poker Faces this question. Sorry, oh, these are the really questions. Yeah, we wait, technically wait, wait, wait. do have. I forgot. We have two forgot. more actual like hardline questions, and then one opinion on X Y Z type deal. Okay. So. I don't know what the question is. Do you need to put sheets on a bed if you're just crashing somewhere for a few nights? Wait, okay. She... Like, like, say someone's, like, futon or pull-out couch or she... whatever. If you're just crashing oh. for, like, two, three nights. You're sleeping on some you meant... Okay, I thought you meant, like, on a mattress. And, like, you're oh. just gonna sleep. It is, like... it is a mattress, because, like, a pull-out couch has a mattress on it. Yeah. It's just thinner and flexible. Um, so you would be sleeping just on the mattress. Nothing between you and the mattress. Yeah, you wait, like, is that right? Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, of course, you would need a sheet. I'm not gonna sleep on a mattress, I would be so uncomfortable, both mentally and physically. <laughs> like, just thinking about it, I'm worried about my sleep quality tonight because I'm not gonna be able to get that out of my head. Like, <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't even sleep on an air mattress that didn't have like a sheet on it and an air mattress is way more of forgiving and like a um warm surface than just like a bare mattress but i'm not gonna try to sleep and like raw dog it through the night like i need something there to (laughs) to play the buffer you have any uh any guesses any follow-up questions I mean, I'm gonna assume Brooks is pro, um, <laughs> pro sheet. I feel like most of these are pretty obvious just based on our personalities. It doesn't have to be that complicated. I'm only here for three nights. It takes like less than a minute to put a sheet on there. I could just put a blanket on there though. Yeah, but like, <laughs> the last time she stayed here, it was the first time she slept on the pullout couch. Because you normally just sleep on the couch, but my parents had brought this, like, it's actually right here, we're here, um, this really nice, like, pillow top cover. Um, so, like, the pullout couch was more comfortable, and so she's like, oh, yeah, I'll sleep on that. And I, I came up here, and this dresser actually has a bunch of, like, sheets in it, and I grabbed yeah. the sheets, and I brought them downstairs, and she looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> it just doesn't need to be that complicated. It could have been. complicated. It would have taken me 20 seconds to unfold that fitted sheet and put it on there. Yeah, but, like, That's you don't need to, though. Yeah, because sheets exist for a reason. Well, I mean, yeah. I... You should you fed skin cells and bacteria. That's why That's I just, why I just put the blanket down. But, but the blanket is 
not going to stay there. Like when you wake up, if you are first of all on the blanket at all, that that would be impressive. But like you're going to have like your leg or your foot or something way off. I just make myself a little blanket sandwich and it works perfectly. Well, plus blankets, those are harder to wash than sheets because they take much longer to dry when you wash them. Like, I am literally so pro-mattress, or pro, not pro-mattress, pro-sheet, that it took me, like, a good minute to determine that we were, in fact, talking about just sleeping on, like, a mattress. <laughs> I, I was like, nobody would do that. <laughs> like, like I'm clearly missing something. <laughs> I just don't think it needs That's to funny. be that complicated. I just don't think it's necessary. If I'm just crashing there for, like, a couple nights, I'll just throw a blanket down. It's fine. But it takes just as much time and effort to put the sheet on there as it does to put the blanket down. I just find fitted sheets more annoying. Cause I got the... I Are they too consistent for you? I was gonna put the sheet on there. Well, that made me feel bad. And then I didn't want to put the fitted sheet on, so I just didn't. Well, especially because I'd already brought them downstairs, so you made me bring them all the way back upstairs and put them away. I'm gonna solve this next time by just bringing a sleeping bag. <laughs> And it will no longer be a problem. <laughs> There's anything else to say about this one? Shame me as you see fit in the comments. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've polled people about this question. They all think you're crazy, too. Who have you polled, first of all? My mom. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like... Is this anyone I know? Do I need to be concerned? Like, people I need my mother. <laughs> like, for a second, I thought they, you like brought this to the comment department. Gonna, like, like walk into a <laughs> that room would be with, like, all of Bridget's friends and family. There could be like, look, first of all, we want you to know we care about you, <laughs> <laughs> but we're really concerned about this whole mattress thing. We we've heard you're sleeping on mattresses. We I think we're really worried. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do sleep on a mattress. Mm. <laughs> okay. I will accept my defeat. I still just don't <laughs> think it's that big of a deal, but alright. Final one. This one I think I think if we both poker face this one, I think okay. you might not know right away. I don't even know what the question is, so that makes it harder. Because the list you sent me only had three things on it and this is gonna be the fifth one, so I didn't know mm. that last one either. This is the last like so hard question, right? And then there's like an opinion piece after. Yes. Okay. This is one we wrote down in like the five minutes before Zach showed up. Oh. Are white claws good? <laughs> um. Okay. Objectively, no. But. Okay. Depending on what you are using them for, like. Am, am I going to slow sip a White Claw? No. That White Claw is not there to taste good. Um, it is there to get in my system and quickly. Um, so when I went away with a bunch of friends, we, we drank them. I don't think anybody was like, you know, getting real hyped about the quality of drink, but they were cheap and easily accessible, and they served a function. Um, but I I would never do like a paint and sip with a wine with a white claw. Okay. Any follow up or would you like to guess? 
Well, I, I just want to um, everyone to acknowledge and appreciate my stony face because that was really hard. You did really good. I was like squeezing my legs. I'm very <laughs> proud. <laughs> like looking at my like my video and like man, I just looked like dead inside. And good. That was my goal. Yeah, love it. Yes. Would you like to guess, or do you have any follow up questions? Oh, I have my guess. Um, but if anybody has any points they want to make, I mean, I think or, it's kind of just a question. It's yeah, pretty I mean, general. This I thought was the general opinion question you were referring to. That's why I was confused. Because this to me is it's an opinion. I don't think it's, a, it's not something you can yeah. like, really support with arguments per se. You know. It's just like okay. Then I guess if we're defining it that way, then there's two kind of general opinion ones. Well, well, I was just thinking because this one has a hard yes or no rather than what yeah. do you think of. Well, yeah, because people drink alcohol for different reasons, um, and like not all alcohol is going to be useful in for all the different reasons you're consuming it. This like if if I w want to intentionally drink a lot, it's probably not going to be wine. Um, or 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 a whiskey or something that's meant to kind of be nursed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's going to be something that I can. You know, it's so just I guess sort of can with or the, shot glass just sort or, of yeah. for a for with the squad beverage. Um. Yeah. If I'm with with the homies with the homies and and we and we just want to you know consume some alcohol not because we care how it tastes but because um we would like to raise our blood alcohol level then it's fine um fancy <laughs> but if we are hanging out to like debate policy or do like work or or, or get ready for a campaign or something um nobody's bringing white claw if, if we're bringing alcohol it's going to be you know a a, a, a you know uh a scotch or bourbon or wine or something like that okay yeah if your goal is to increase your bac though aren't there more efficient ways to do it sure but like like yeah a shot might be might have just as much alcohol as um one white claw and to be fair i don't actually know what, what the alcohol levels are yeah, in awesome. either of them we're not doing, um we're not doing i know that here. yeah but um usually i'm not i'm not doing shots just like without having drank anything before that yeah i guess um, a better way to phrase it would be can white claws be enjoyed yes or no oh then yeah I was going to rephrase um, the last question to say oh, no, um, yeah, where, where I asked about the efficiency. I guess more the question is, aren't there better tasting ways to achieve that goal? Is more what I was getting at, I think. Yes. But when you have college students who are eating 50 cent ramen, you're not necessarily aiming for what tastes the best. It's like, what, what six pack or what 12 pack can I buy for $4? I mean, yeah, I did that too, but like I would get um like Mike's hard lemonade or something like that. I like Mike's. That, that was our go to beverage in college. Yeah. No, like and so all right, let me put it this way. Ooh, well, my voice is cracked. This is 14 years. Yeah. Let me it's put it this way. Really to understand. <laughs> if 
whenever I have brought alcohol somewhere, it 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 honestly is normally Mike's. Um, that is usually my go-to. If somebody else has brought White Claw, I'm not going to not drink it. Um, if like like if if I'm just going over to someone's dorm and we're hanging out and then we're all like, hey, let's just drink a little bit, you know, and they have White Claw on hand, I'm not going to be like, actually, I'm not going to drink because I, I I don't like this. There are uh, there are drinks that I will take over White Claw, yes, because White Claw, in my opinion, is a very low quality beverage. It does not taste great. Um, I'm not a big seltzer person to begin with, so then you add alcohol to it, and okay, it's even worse. Um, so, it does not taste good, in in my opinion. But um, it it serves a purpose. Okay. Um, and if that's all that there is. Then yeah, if you know, if if you're just trying to drink for the sake of drinking, then my standards drop a lot. Do you want to take a guess as to who falls where? I have one very specific reason I think Bridget is okay with White Claw, and that is because when we swapped, like like because we had like clothes we weren't using, and we swapped them, and you threw in with that a White Claw scented candle. Oh yeah. <laughs> Took a little I white claw have. can, stuck a candle wick in it. Yeah, white claw um, candle. It's hot on TikTok. Or, yeah, yeah, white claw <laughs> candle. Which I drove away from when we had gotten coffee or food or, or whatever it was. Yeah. And halfway through the trip, realized I had this candle sitting in the the cup holder of my front seat, and was like, "Oh Oops. my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Nope, in the glove compartment, you go." <laughs> Because, like, it's a can of White Claw. It's a candle. But it doesn't look like that when you're driving by me at 40, 50 miles an hour. This is quite true. A candle of White Claw? <laughs> I, I, I think they're yeah, fine. I, I, I mean, okay, I also am a big seltzer person to begin with. And I know everyone has their, like, jokes about how, like, LaCroix doesn't taste like anything. I, I enjoy LaCroix. I like a LaCroix. Make fun of me as you see fit. I've heard it all. I like a White Claw. I, I mean, there are beverages that I think are, like, better. But I like a White Claw. To me, it tastes like it's chemically tastes. Like, it's... I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think some flavors are better than others. Like, the black cherry is really pretty artificial tasting. But, like, the lemon White Claw? I'm here for it. <laughs> So there are there are some things that I think taste worse than white claw. The like the like strawberries or cocoritas or awful. whatever those like I hate them. are disgusting. They're I will so take a white bad. claw over those any day. It is like literally a like I hate those so much. They're so um, bad. I hate them. They really are. They are like terrible. white claw is literally like a fine bourbon compared to those things. Correct. It's that bad. Yeah, no, those are awful. I feel like if I were in the scenario where I was like hanging out with people and somebody brought white claw and that was the only beverage option, I mean, yeah, I would drink it because it's better than nothing. Sure. That's as much as I will say about it that's positive. <laughs> it's better than and, literally drinking nothing. And I agree with that. It is not a good tasting drink. But if it is all there, yeah. like I'm not going to not hang out with my friends and get drunk because 
I don't like White Claw. I just feel like there's so many better, like, equally cheap options. Again, you can get, like, malt beverages that have more flavor to them. You can just get, like, a cheap bottle of wine that's, like, four bucks and get drunk for, like, four dollars. Yeah. Which I would take over White Claw. I mean, literally all of these are correct. I just kind of like White Claw. (laughs) Well, that was why that was the question. Is it good or not? Yeah. I think it's all right. Wait, well... So I guess the question, Bridget, is would you go out of your way to drink a White Claw or would you simply not mind if it was already there? I mean, I have purchased them, if that's the question. Okay. So, like, like you have seen the array of beverages in the fridge or whatever and thought, I'm going to pick this one over the, the rest of them. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Okay. Because, okay. yeah. like... See, like... I- in my in our like you know kind of basement beer fridge it's a lot of like stuff that my dad drinks and then like a couple seltzers and like yeah sometimes i will have an actual like you know kind of craft brewery whatever but sometimes white claw okay (laughs) that's fair i just know for me it's not what i'm going to pick out if i'm the one if, if I'm bringing yeah. alcohol somewhere. It will okay, yeah, so I guess that's my thing. Like, I sometimes, or, sometimes I will pick it up. Like Spirinoff ice or something. Those are pretty if, good. If we're just going for something like, yeah. Um, and of course, if you're going with like hard liquor, then then that's out of the picture. But yeah, usually Mike's is my go-to. I've had exactly the one White Claw ever because it was my first TikTok video. That was the only reason I bought it. <laughs> Love that for you. And I, I took the sip to make the video, and then I was like, oh no, I have this whole ass can I gotta drink. <laughs> yeah, you bought a it tall boy. Like, it took all Oops. day. <laughs> I think I was texting you, Bridget, like, while I was drinking it. Like, it was you absolutely were, because you're like, I have a department meeting, and I still have this. <laughs> we can stop. <laughs> Be less white claw in this can, please. Okay. Um, final one. This one isn't a yes or no. This is just a, uh, what, what do you think of Four Locos? Never had one. Oh. That's easy and quick. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Okay, so are we talking about, like, the original Four Loco that was, like, killing people? Or, no. like, the new and improved? Current okay. Current. Okay. Well, I don't really know why I asked, because I've, I've never had either of them, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was curious. Yeah. Um, I will say hard pass on the original one. I mean, combining that much caffeine and alcohol was yeah, just no, like... Yeah, no, I'm not... Like, I'm not suicide. looking for anyone to die. Yeah. Um, I have not had one. I would not be opposed to trying one. Um, so which... We're going uh, when we get together. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, you want to oh, no, tell absolutely. me... <laughs> Are you comfortable sharing how old you stuff. were the first time you ever tried one? <laughs> Did you try the original one? No, 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 no. I... Okay. I never had oh, one before. Okay. We drank four locos while you dyed my hair. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> well, I now I feel better. better. Like, <laughs> tried a four loco for the first time at age what? Thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, would have been. Oh yeah, I have the. <laughs> you Aww. can't see, but the, the Hamilton is playing on the TV. Yeah. 
It's hard. I know it's hard that. to see that. Me sitting on a towel on my living room floor with hair dye in my hair and a four loco next to me. Four loco is uh, right there. I love, love that. That's great. Yeah, I don't. Looks to me right here behind me. I love that so much. Yeah, I don't even. I. I didn't even take convincing. I was just like, hey, I have a terrible idea. We should do Four Loco Friday. And you were like, okay. <laughs> We've got two each. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Cans. I know they're a lot. Like, what? Yeah, like, I am. How more... much alcohol are they again? Like, for what maybe is like it, 12 like... or 14% they're... alcohol. Okay, yeah. They they are not good. That's Here's the thing they're not. I am just more willing to deal with it for the results than you are yeah you had that um was it like a four loco seltzer yeah that was just one of the worst things i ever had in my mouth yeah it was bad <laughs> I, it's not, it's not I that good it. but like <laughs> four loco friday Wait, baby yeah no that 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 one's a hard pass i would definitely drink four locos again but never go near the four loco seltzer okay well i know what we're doing when we terrible. all hang out that sounds one absolutely several terrible things That's so that i'm okay passing on yeah i had the watermelon for loco in that picture it's a uh, it's sickeningly sweet and tastes very artificial yep yeah no i again i they're Wait. pretty gross i'm just i'm it's a fun college vibe thing to do yeah. every now and again if you're looking to really party take a break from my craft beers and single malt scotch speaking <laughs> of like beverages and college beverages where do we fall on just like energy drinks energy shots and things like that i was never a fan okay yeah i think they taste horrible and uh i want caffeine coffee yeah no i yeah I i will down lattes and tea all day for my caffeine never a fan okay so i have very big energy I was never a big like energy drink person, but like I'm fine with a five hour or any of their knockoffs. It's it's like it I mean feels, I'm sure they have their lot. uses. Oh and yeah, no, absolutely. I mean for one they're very convenient. It's small. Yeah. Um but yeah, um I I mean in college if I was pulling an all nighter and I needed something like strong. Yeah. Um, I would drink it. I don't think I, I ever drank an energy drink that I was like, wow, this tastes good. And I would just like sip this while watching a movie. Like, no. Yeah, no they, they, um, they are simply there to serve a purpose. Yep. I don't know if anyone actually enjoys them. Some people must, I guess. Yeah. Like there's rock star yeah. energy drinks. People are like, obs- or like monster. People are obsessed with those. Rockstar doesn't suck taste wise it is not going to be my go-to but in, in terms of purely taste um it tastes better than like a white claw for sure <laughs> like if like not to bring it back to that but like oh if, yeah no, no 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 if white claws tasted like rocks like rock stars i would be pretty amenable to them good to amenable. Know. Yeah. I haven't tried most energy drinks, but I have a feeling they would be sort of like Four Locos in the sense of having, like, artificial flavor and kind of being overly... Yeah, it's like a little bit battery acid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Red Bull, to me, is bad in the same way that seltzer is bad. Well, it's funny. My first energy drink 
was in high school and it was for science because I was taking a sports physiology class and we all had to do reports on the effects of different beverages on athletic performance. And oh, so people cool. got like water and chocolate milk and Gatorade, and like a whole, and, and like soda, you know, like a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. And I got assigned um, energy drinks. And I was like, I've never had an energy drink before and I should probably at least have one if I'm going to write about it. And I did. And it was a rock star. And I was like, this does not suck. Um, I, I brought in another can because like like people would bring in like the whatever they were having and just like poured like the little plastic shot glasses and we passed them around and yeah it was for bummer science for the milk person hmm? it's a bummer for the chocolate milk person that'd be yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was nice for all of us we had to drink chocolate milk but yeah yeah i don't think of ever although i have heard chocolate milk is like a really good post-workout yeah oh, actually yeah. i was just about to say that mm-hmm. it's it's so that. weird but like it has all the stuff you need and i mean yeah, you know who doesn't love good chalky milk that's one of my that and cottage cheese even though cottage cheese doesn't have the carbs so i'll have to supplement with something but it's a good go-to i love a good yeah. um some appy slices with peanut butter after workout. I'm a big fan. I think that sounds good. <laughs> but I have one of those um the the thing we just oh, yeah I know what you're talking I about. Do, I do too, and that's what I use. But last time I tried, like the apple I had was like a weird angle or something when it was sitting down, and I got it like hopelessly stuck on there. Oh yeah, one time I had an apple where like I didn't realize that at the widest point it was wider than the slicer. Oops. <laughs> Yeah, been there too. And it's so hard to get it off if you can't. Oh my god, I know. That was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Pretend that I think that's kind of difficult to wash. I just put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> I know, that's why I laughed. Couldn't really. <laughs> that is something I would much rather throw in a dishwasher, but I can't really just wash that on its own. So. Okay, yeah. yeah. That I do get. Yeah. Alright. I was a little afraid that we weren't that we were gonna like blow through these because i went nuts planning for the next episode which yeah okay i think we're safe to, i think we're safe to announce um for our uh 50th episode that is coming up we're collaborating with the youtube channel snake discovery and doing an episode all about uh our opinions on snakes reptiles all that kind of fun stuff and zach i know you don't have a snake but we we do need someone who doesn't have stake in the game to have opinions. Mm, okay. So you are going to be our sort of unbiased potential tiebreaker. Okay. Or shall we say doesn't have snake in Doesn't the game? have snake in the game. I like that. So yeah, you know, so you don't have, like, you know, if we're talking about, like, you know, species or whatever, I would obviously be partial to ball pythons because I have one. Mm-hmm. She's obviously going to be partial to hog noses because she has one but now we have somebody who can have an objective opinion which is good yeah okay um let me find out what my homies at vans are doing but other than that heck yeah it will be hype yeah but yeah so that's exciting stay tuned for that but it's also the 50th episode yes and i can't believe we've been going this long which is insane well you <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yeah, just like the podcast in general, I can't believe it's been. I jumped on like three episodes ago. <laughs> I can't believe the podcast in general has been going this long because I, as a person, tend to be someone who like 
I get really into things and then I drop it off for a while and then I'll like pick it back up like with all of my hobbies and like all the different video games I play like I'll like get really into something and be obsessed with it for a while and then I won't touch it forever and you know and so the cycle repeats itself and I've been pretty consistent with this so I'm really proud of myself for that and of course big thank you to everyone who helps me out because I if y'all weren't here I'd just be talking to no one and I don't think that would work for the format (laughs) You could just do the thing where, you know, you just had the camera and, like, invert it so you could look like you were talking to yourself, you know? Do, like, yourself talking at this angle and then invert the camera so it looks like you're talking at that angle kind of thing. I could, but I think that'd be less fun. Is that, like, the Ben Shapiro model podcast thing where you Mm -hmm. just, like, talk to yourself for an hour? Yeah, pretty much. That's literally all it is. What an idiot. I've never listened to it. I do occasionally listen to Ben Shapiro just to get an idea of what is going on over there sure and, i um, love i love the amount of tweets where he like accidentally like exposes himself oh my god it's so funny where he's like he oh yeah my one. daughter went into my wife's bedroom i'm like <laughs> wife's bedroom that's the one i was thinking of he was like my daughter came into my bedroom and asked me this and i was like blah, blah, blah. and then she went into my wife's bedroom and everyone was like say that again, say that again? <laughs> beautiful oh god it's it. so funny <laughs> It's it's almost like like I, I don't know because he talks at like four times the speed of a normal person. Yeah, I feel like and, it can't be real. Uh, and I think he tweets the same way too. Like like he like fires it off and then he's like, wait a second. Yeah. Always <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for some entertainment. No, he he was literally like like what was the one where he was like, my wife has like a medical problem where where like she can't get sexually aroused and everyone's like, maybe mm, that's not her. <laughs> It was the funniest thing. Self-burn, those are rare. Yeah, no, literally. It's like, first of all, why? Why would you but, put that on the internet? And second of all... Yeah. <laughs> He's like... like He was like, it's not me. And the whole internet was like, what's not you? <laughs> I was just... Oh my god. Or the one where he is... said like he had his kids DNA tested to like make sure they were his. I was like, why would you be doing that in the first place? why would you tell people yeah and why would you tell people and i don't know if this one was real or not but like something about his wife being on vacation in hawaii with her personal trainer or something (laughs) and i don't know if that was from a meme account or not but if it is like dude i haven't seen it but honestly it wouldn't be inconsistent with the rest of his tweets yeah (laughs) ouch (laughs) yeah i kind of feel sorry for him and uh can't exactly speed talk your way to attractiveness. Yeah. Well, that was a fun it's little like... five minute roast. <laughs> that was I mean, okay, but if if anybody is deserving of a roast, if anybody's begging to be roasted, it's Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Well, let's be real here. All right, but yes, we will be back next week with Snake Discovery. Ah, I cannot believe it. Very exciting, and um. By the time this is out, we will be back up streaming again regularly, and I don't think, based on the calendar I was looking at today, I don't think we have any stream breaks coming up for, like, holidays or anything. I don't think any holidays are falling on a Sunday. Holidays are falling on a Sunday for a little while, so I think we should be good for that. And... Sunday after Thanksgiving, I'd probably have to stream from my parents' house. Ooh, that'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like as long as that's not like a big scheduling issue for 
anyone, then I don't, then we shouldn't have any stream breaks for the entire month of November, which is cool. So that should put us a decent ways into talking about Squid Game, which I am uh, planning on binging everything I haven't watched yet on Sunday. So it's all really fresh in my mind before the stream. Wait, have you like continued on into it post episode two? Uh, No, I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls. Oh, wait, have you heard... Okay, I just started listening to this, and I was like... And I started listening, and I was like, oh my god, Bridget would love this. Have you listened to the podcast Rabbits? No, but I've heard... Re- like, I, a lot of people who are oh, like, you oh, if you to. like the Magnus Archives, if you like Archive it 81, is, you'll like this. That's it a, is that 100% is on my list. your vibe. 100% your vibe. Hell like, yeah. 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 I will. I, I literally started listening to it on the train to work yesterday, and... And I was like scrolling through Twitter, and within like a minute, I, I was like, okay, I need to stop scrolling because I need to be like listening to what's going on. Like, it's really good. It's um, that one's an it's an audio drama, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I I have a lengthy list of audio dramas that are to be listened to, and that one is definitely yeah. on there. I think the next one I'm gonna it's do good. once I eventually finish working my way through um, last podcast on the left. I think I'm gonna do Hello from the Hallow Woods because I've heard really good things about that one too. But Rabbits is also on there. Mm-hmm. Also, Arcade 81 Season 4, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> it's another really good, really good audio drama to listen to, but also there's a there's some big cliffhangers going on right now. <laughs> okay. I think that wraps us up for today. Any concluding thoughts we'd like to leave the people with? I know that as soon as the words leave my mouth, y'all will have nothing, which is fine. Words. I like it. Zach? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.